Welcome to another episode of Do You See Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you here today. Oh, I've just been so excited to share part two of my conversation with my friend, Brittany. If you haven't yet caught the first part, I would highly recommend you go back to the previous episode so that you can check out our conversation and where it started before you head into this next conversation, which is just finishing up that conversation, as well as some prophetic ministry that took place for some of you guys listening. And so I just want to encourage you to listen all the way to the end. Um, You just never know what the Lord or Holy Spirit is going to um, share with you. And so welcome, guys. I hope that you're having a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and just really feeling encouraged to grow deeper with the Lord, to take, take time aside, to be with Him, to get into the Word, to pray. If you are struggling with knowing where to begin, we'll dive into a little bit more tangible tips. But, you know, I just really want to encourage you to start. Like, it's truly a conversation with the Lord, and it just begins with us opening our mouths, opening our hearts, and waiting to listen to His voice respond. So it's been such a fabulous time talking to Brittany. If you have been listening, then we were, you know that we were talking about the invitation that the Lord gives us to know him better. And he wants us to grow in that relationship with him. That's why he created us just like a father wants a relationship with his son and daughter. He truly wants us to seek him, to come to him and to be expectant, you know, just knowing that he's a good, good father who wants good things for his children. So I hope that the rest of this conversation is a blessing to you. If you are loving the podcast, please, please feel free to leave a review, um, share with a friend, or just come back each time we have a new episode. I'm really excited for some future episodes that are to come as we really truly ask the question, do you see where the Lord is asking us? Do you see what I see? Are you listening to what I am saying? Do you see what is happening on the earth? and just truly diving into that. So welcome today and enjoy. It is so personal and inviting. Inviting, I think, is the word that is so important because I've just been, you know, going through the Gospels and, you know, listening to some messages. And it's like his ministry wasn't just about salvation. It was an invitation to the kingdom of heaven. Like, yeah, like if you read scripture, he constantly was like, the kingdom of heaven is near, you know, the kingdom of heaven is near, repent and turn from your sin because the kingdom of heaven is near. He didn't say, put my name in your heart and you are saved. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I mean, John 3, 16, if we, if we believe in him, we are saved, but that's not it. Like, that is where I, I'm praying that everyone gets this now in this hour that that it's not just saying, I love you, Jesus. It's saying like, I know you, Jesus, because what is it, Matthew 7? Probably know the scripture. It's math in Matthew uh, where he, he says, you cast out demons in my name, but I don't know you. Oh, so my those, goodness. Those are people who say they're Christians, but they don't even know who Jesus is. Because they don't spend time with him. 
And in America, we've just been dished out a cheap gospel. And we've been told, come to the altar, invite a little tiny Jesus into your little tiny heart. And none of that is in the word of God. The true gospel is that I don't come and ask him into my heart. I make an exchange fully. And I, I crucify myself, my current life, my old life leaves, and I step into his life. I step into him. And that's where real living begins. But we don't really teach that yet all through scripture. You're right. I mean, it will say we, we've turned it into a list of doing, which is again, back to what we said at the beginning. It's trying to repay God for something we can never pay. Yes, we're trying to work off our salvation. And that is not like the the truth is only the blood of Jesus could pay the price that needs to be paid. And it is finished. It is already finished. And so I'm stepping into the finished work of Christ, leaving my old life behind. I'm not asking him step into my little life. I'm saying I'm stepping into the fullness of your life. My life is yours. And my life is now unto something. And that is to know you. Now, when I know him, what matters to him now matters to me. So the lost now matter to me. The destitute matter to me. People knowing him matters to me. Didn't matter in my old life. Only I mattered in my old life. But now these things of Christ on his heart now burn in my heart. And all of a sudden I'm living for a different purpose because I'm living for the man, Jesus, whose life is now my life. Hmm. everything wrapped up in him scripture says in Matthew like you're referencing in Matthew 7 it says like we did all these things and he'll say depart from me I never knew you Mm -hmm. in Revelation he says you've done all these things but I have this against you you no longer love me like you did at first you know people will say he says do these things but really what he said is if you love me you'll obey me so the love came first. Yes. We had this out of order and we're missing the most important thing, which was that God created us to have communion with him. We were literally created. His most perfect garden of Eden involved communion with man. He would then come and commune with Moses and David and Elijah. And we would see all of these beautiful ways that he engages and many more people. Then he sends Jesus, go commune with man, go tear the veil. Cause I can't stand the separation. I have to be with them. Amen. And people say, where do you get that from? John three sixteen. <laughs> for God so loved the world. He spoke to me one day. He said, can you just tell them that I love them? They still think I have a hidden agenda, but Mm -hmm. I just love them. He loves us so much. He sends his only son, literally the jewel of heaven, the centerpiece of all of heaven. He sends to earth and he says, go commune with man, tear Mm -hmm. the veil, When Jesus goes up into heaven, he's like, I can't stand to be 
any distance from you. So you know what? We're going to send Holy Spirit, our spirit to actually be inside of you because just talking next to you was not enough for us. Now we're going to reside inside of you until one glorious day where there's a reunion and we're all together again. This is the true gospel. Yes. So when we say there's an invitation to more, it's an it's not a new invitation. Mm-hmm. It's the invitation that has been there since the beginning of him. Actually, scripture says before the foundation of the world, Amen. this was his plan. So it's, it's beautiful to think before he created you in your mother's womb, but honey, it was long before that <laughs> for the foundation of the world. He yeah. already had a plan to commune with you. That's and good. I just think if we could step into that revelation, we would actually come boldly knowing that this, this King, this bridegroom, yeah. he has chosen me. And this is not an invitation to take lightly. It's one to take seriously and actually learn how to commune with God again. Mm, That's so good. Learning to commune with God. I love that because that's what we're talking about. (laughs) That's like connecting (laughs) with Jesus and, and praying. But this whole podcast is about, do you see? So it's really like the Lord it's the Lord's invitation as well of like, do you see what I see? Do you see what I'm doing on the earth? Do you hear what I am saying? And so I just wanted to ask since, you know, I just love how the Lord speaks to you. It is like so beautiful because it really is regarding the church and regarding the bride and regarding generations and, and revival and, So I would love to hear what the Lord is sharing with you now in this season and what we have to look forward to. (laughs) He is continually speaking the most beautifully communicative relationship I've ever had. Like I just (laughs) knew how much he was singing and speaking over them. Um, There's two things that the Holy Spirit just tapped my heart with. The first invitation that I want to, Um, extend to you that he has extended to me. I had this vision and in this vision, I was looking at a three car garage and I stood in front of it and Holy spirit stood next to me. And it was almost like a game show. He's like, do you want door one, door two or door three? And I was like, can I know what's inside? And he said, yes, you can know what's inside. And so door one opened and it was all the wealth of the world. There were treasures beyond treasures, beyond treasures to be had. Door two opened and it was a bunch of famous leaders of the gospel asking me to come and join them, giving me opportunities to preach and speak and prophesy in the name of the Lord. Door three opened and it was Jesus sitting on a stool, smiling at me. It was simple, humble. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit said, you can have anything you desire, but I strongly suggest you pick Jesus. <laughs> I looked at Jesus. He began to glow. And the more that my gaze fixed on him, the more he began to outshine any of the other options on the table. Mm. And I realized he is the treasure. He is the opportunity. 
He is the invitation. He actually is everything. And I ran to him and he embraced me in his arms. And I realized in this moment, if I decide that, that he is my dream, he will never be taken from me. In this dream, I began to hear that verse Luke 10, 42, Mary has chosen the better thing by being with me and it will never be taken from her. Mm. I believe that's an invitation for the body in this hour right now. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of opportunities, a lot of dreams that you can chase. But if you choose Jesus, you will never regret it. Amen. I immediately went into this dream after that, where the whole body of Christ was surrounding the throne of God. It was clear that Jesus had returned. We were home with him and he was seated on his throne in front of us all. He was as bright as the sun, which is actually in scripture on that day. We will no longer need the sun or the moon for he will be the sun and the moon for us. And he was shining in between and all of us surrounded the throne, all on our knees, still in our clothes from the earth. We had just arrived and people were clutching things in their hands. And I was trying to see what are they holding? And what they were holding in their hands were treasures from this earth. They were holding bricks of gold. But as they looked at him and they looked down in their hands, the bricks of gold became as asphalt. It looked like the street that you drive on today. And I realized in the dream, in heaven, the streets will be made of gold. <laughs> they realized they had clung to something that in heaven will be what we walk upon. Mm. They began to weep as they looked at him and they looked at their hands and they began to cry out. Oh, if I had only given him everything, he's truly worthy. So mm -hmm. I encourage you with this invitation from the Holy Spirit. Don't cling to the things of this world. You were made for eternity. You were made for heaven. Give Jesus everything. Do not hold back. You will never regret giving him everything. I think that is an invitation to the body right now, especially with all the talk of revival mm -hmm. and what God's about to do. True revival is, and some people will say true revival looks like generosity. I just think it looks like money not holding us anymore mm -hmm. and us being totally not concerned with the things of this earth yeah. and completely consumed with the presence of God. And so I just encourage you, don't cling to anything but him Amen. in this hour, especially cling to Jesus. Amen. Last vision that I really felt a burning before we recorded today that I would share here. I have not shared this publicly yet. But I had a vision of the entire army of God, and we were dressed in army fatigue, and we were prepared for battle. And I saw us standing before a giant hill. The hill was covered in giants that were trying to fight us. 
and the army surrounded the hill. And what I saw was those who were surrounding the hill were generals of the faith. This was millennials, Gen X, and older. And we were linked arm in arm, ready. We had clearly fought many battles up until that point. But we looked at that hill unsure of our next step. We looked behind us and all of Gen Z was seated upon wild horses. It looked frantic, almost a little chaotic. There was a lot <laughs> going on. And all of the generals of the faith kept looking back and trying to hush and calm them. Oh. But I looked at them in curiosity, think they're carrying something we need. The horses began to go wild, jumping off the ground and going crazy. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, let them through. There are some hills only wild horses can take. And I looked at the woman next to me and I said, did you hear that? And she said, yes. And we pushed each other away to make enough opening for a horse to come through. And we said, go, run, take the hill. And Gen Z ran through on their wild horses. And as soon as they made it to the hill, they took control of the hill. Amen. They ran to the top and began worshiping King Jesus. They began cheering together and all of the generals around the hill cheered as if we had all won the battle at the same time. Gen Z looked at us and said, come up and enjoy this with us. <laughs> and we ran up the hill. And I heard the Lord say, those who are listening to my voice will make room for the next generation to run. My encouragement through the Holy Spirit is this. To Gen Z, God has put his power inside of you. Do not wait for a man to commission you. The great commission is your permission, and it is time to run. It is time to take the hill. To the mothers and fathers of the faith, listen to the Holy Spirit. Be strong and courageous. Support the next generation through intercession, prayer. Give them a safe place to land and come back to, but do not hold them back. Do not make them afraid of the giants that they were created to slay. Teach them to run in the Lord and encourage them because we are going to take the hill together. We're going to take the hill together. This land belongs to Jesus. And what he's about to do is greater than anything any eye has seen or ear heard. So more than they need our advice, they need our prayer. So let's join together in unity in trusting what God is about to do in our nation. Gen Z, get ready. God has put a fire in you and it's time for it to come out of your mouth. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whew, I feel that one. Wow. I feel that and I see that happening and what a beautiful vision, but also just a powerful invitation that includes the body. It includes all of us. We all play a part in this. We play a part in what happens on the earth. We play a part 
on victory, like, yes, Jesus is victory. God is victory. He is going to do what he has come to do, but he wants to partner with us in that. Wow. It's so good. It's so good. It's so exciting to think about what God is doing, what he's about to do. And if we can just get out of our own way, Mm -hmm. stop trying to create a plan that makes sense to us, let the idol of our understanding go away. Let the word of God tell us who we are and who he is. If we could really step into his heart in this hour, I really believe we're about to see the most glorious days of the church yeah. that, that, that has ever been seen in the earth. Yeah. I believe it's going to be Almost like if I could use this terminology, like a magnet that draws the presence of God. Yes. His bride in the most glorious way as we cry out, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. We want nothing else. We have tasted and we have seen that the trappings of this world do not satisfy. I believe there is a cry in the heart of our generation that is literally saying, as we've read in scripture, I have lost my interest in this world and this world has lost its interest in me. There is none but Jesus. Nothing else satisfies, but he alone is life. He alone is life. And I believe a generation crying out in this way is going to be able to see God in ways we have never seen God before. He's revealing himself and drawing near. Let's not miss this moment in history by being distracted and busy like Martha. Let's get to the feet of Jesus, listen to what he's saying and follow what Holy Spirit is leading us to do because we are about to take the hill. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow. I feel like, I feel like, Everyone listening, if you are able to um, just take a moment, take a minute and just share with the Lord what's on your heart. Share with the Lord what part you want to play in this. (laughs) What do you choose? Share with him. Share it with him any doubt or confusion, but share with him your heart. He's inviting you to so much more than what you're in right now. I can see right now the Holy Spirit showing me this really sweet woman listening to this. And she's saying, but I've never believed this before. I've never believed God could speak to me or use me. I've never believed this before. So can I step in now? And I just hear God saying, this was for you. Mm. Step in now start today you're not too late step in now the invitation from your bridegroom awaits and he is crying out come and sit with me so if that woman is listening i bless you in the mighty name of jesus 
with the truth that you have ears to hear. And as we read in the book of John, all of the sheep know the voice of their shepherd. I bless you to hear him and to know him and to partner with him in this season that is coming. You are one of the spiritual moms that Gen Z is asking for. And God intends to use you as a safe landing place, a person who prays for them and holds them and prophesies over them. So just lean in and let God take over. Hallelujah. I also just feel like there's those that might be questioning your righteousness because of sin, because of shame, because of guilt. I just want to encourage you that come, come to Jesus. He has washed you clean. He gives a a drink to all who are thirsty. So just as you seek more of him, I just pray that you are blessed and know that he loves you dearly. He loves you so much. He's just asking you to come sit at the well and he will pour you a cup. I can see this young man listening and he is thinking, I know I've always known I'm called to preach, but I have never been ordained as a preacher. And I saw the Lord in the spirit handing you an ordination paper. (laughs) And I hear him saying, no matter what men have ever called you, I call you pastor, go and preach the gospel. And I could immediately hear, I see you studying Paul. I could hear the scripture where Paul says, I was chosen and appointed by God, not by men. And I see you just choosing to believe what God has spoken over you. I bless you with faith to be able to stand on what God has spoken and begin to open your mouth and preach the gospel. A true evangelist doesn't need a crowd, a stage, or a microphone. They'll go to Walmart, the homeless shelter. They'll go down the street. They'll go to the local schools. If there's a person in front of you, you can preach the gospel. So just begin sharing and God will use you mightily. Amen. Wow. Amen. Praise God. I feel like that's also an invitation for everyone because we're all called. We are all called. You have a purpose because you were made for a purpose. He wants all of you and he desires for you to live in fullness and wholeness and peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. He wants that for you. And I think this is also just an invitation to, to give it all to him. Stop fighting, striving, working towards the world. What he has to offer is so much greater. His plans are far greater. And like Brittany said, you do not need a paper to tell you that you are called. You are called because you are his. You're his child. Praise God. I keep seeing this group of people that the world would call misfits and they feel like they do not fit at church. And I hear the Lord in the most, it's almost, he's almost giggling over what the reality is of who you are. He thinks 
you're so much fun. And I hear him saying, (laughs) what you don't fit in is the structure of religion, Mm -hmm. but you are my church. You are my church. You are my family. So if, if you're on this um, call and you're hearing like almost a taunting voice telling you this isn't for you and you don't belong in this, I want you to hear from the Holy Spirit. You belong to God and you fit with him. You are his people. You are the sheep of his pasture. And not fitting into religion is actually a beautiful thing. Go read the Gospels. Jesus didn't fit into religion either. God has a beautiful plan for your life. And he is going to redeem the years the locusts have stolen. Mm. You fit with God. You belong to him. So I bless you to shrug off that old identity and to put on your robe of righteousness as sons and daughters who belong to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's so good. So good. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I I could just sit here in the Holy Spirit, just like, (laughs) you know, I do want to share. I just keep seeing a redheaded um, young woman with curly hair. And I just feel like he's telling you to pick up that that paintbrush, pick up that paintbrush and just start along the lines of you don't have the skill or you weren't taught, but you know that you have it within you and he wants you to paint. He wants you to create and he wants to move through you with the images that he wants you to create. So be encouraged and be blessed that he has called you to this and he has skilled you and he has made you for this. And and when you doubt he is with you, he is with you and he will use your hand to create. Amen. I can see multiple people who would say they were always taught signs and wonders no longer happen mm. until now you have not believed that God still heals people. But what I see is multiple people who have this week, no matter when you listen to this, You've had dreams of you laying hands on the sick and healing people. And I hear God saying, let me activate in you what I created you to do in my name. And I see you stepping out of old religious thoughts that were not scriptural and actually believing the word of God that says you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I see you stepping into healing ministries. It will never be unto you being famous or you being known, but you will heal the sick in the name of Jesus and they will meet Jesus. I bless you with the faith being, it's faith that he's given you being activated. And as scripture defines it, that flame being like, It's like we're fanning a flame inside of you and it begins to burn like a wildfire until you can no longer resist and you begin praying for the sick to recover. I hear God saying it's time to step away from doubt and come out of the boat to walk on the water. And whoever that was for, he's been saying that exact sentence to you. 
He's been giving you a dream of like Peter stepping out on the water and walking towards him. And he's been giving you dreams of laying hands on the sick and they're recovering. And I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that the lies of the enemy be broken off of you right now. And you see and hear clearly what God says that you will do and you will do what God says you will do. I see this burning love inside of you. And even though you've been scared to step into supernatural ministry, you love Jesus. And that love will compel you to obey what Holy Spirit is telling you now. And it will be fun. I see you laughing with Jesus. It will be fun. Take a deep breath. He does the work. You're just the obedient one with the hand laying on the person, but he will do the work and it will be fun. I bless you in Jesus name. That's so good. I, I, I love like the fun and, and the rejoicing and the joy because yes, a lot of the things we bring to the Lord can be somber and, you know, sorrowful or like the hurt and pain we're going through, but like he is so much fun. <laughs> He's so much fun. There's so much joy to be had in Christ. And so I just, every time you say yes. fun, it just makes my heart smile so much because I'm like, yes, like this life with Jesus is fun. You know, don't listen to society saying like, oh, religion and Christianity and all this is so boring. It's like, no, once you know him, it's like, I have never laughed more or been more <laughs> joyful because mm -hmm. life is lighter. Mm -hmm. Life is lighter because he takes the load <laughs> and he wants to, he's like, you know, that, that uncle that always wants to help you move. He takes the load for you. <laughs> so. Oh, it's anyway. such a good word. That's <laughs> scripture. He says, come, my burden is light. It's also in scripture that the disciples, when they were sent out, when Jesus sent them out on their biggest outreach thing as a community, he sent them out and they were casting out demons and healing the sick. It says that they came back so excited. He had to tell them to calm down. Like they were like, do us a we saw the most amazing thing and he tells them to their faces he says don't rejoice in that rejoice that your name's written in heaven but then he goes away with the father and says oh that was so fun <laughs> and he says, i love that you have given these gifts to children Oh, I love yes. that you've revealed this to children is what this passage says jesus rejoiced that they rejoiced in what life with him was really going to be like. So and I think he is excited and wants us excited. You know, we, we kind of picture life with Jesus. Like he's a military leader sending us out on assignment, mm -hmm. but he told me years ago, think about it like this. I'm a groom that's prepared a honeymoon and I want to go out and enjoy it with you. And just like my groom, when he planned our honeymoon, he thought about what I like. He planned for us to go to the beach. He doesn't even like the beach. But he <laughs> wanted me to enjoy this time. And it's yeah. not to say, listen, the gospel is we die and we live in Christ, but there's a living. We stop at the dying part and we forget about the living yep. in Christ. Like there's life above 
abundant in his presence. And he quite enjoys, I believe, that we enjoy this life with him. I agree 100%. I think it's just so fun. Oh, what a, what a wonderful time with you, Brittany. I mean, I always do. I feel like we always end up on the phone for like three hours. (laughs) Just down away. (laughs) I love you. You are such a precious friend and such a powerful voice for the Lord in this hour. Really what you're doing in the bride of Christ is truly shifting the kingdom and taking land. And I'm, I'm so honored to know you and it's so much fun to be on your podcast. It's much more fun just to be in your life. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I love you so much, but you know what? Could you actually first tell us how we can follow you and your ministry heart, heart full of heaven, because I think everyone is going to be so inspired and encouraged to hear more of what you have to share. I, I will strongly encourage you to go follow her because it's just such a blessing. Um, every time you post something, you share something, you just, your life alone is just so encouraging. So let everyone know how they can follow you. If you will be continuing the school of intercession, which is fantastic, by the way, you guys must join. And then if you could close us out in a prayer. Absolutely. Oh, you're so sweet. Our precious little ministry that is completely birthed from the Lord um, is called Heartful of Heaven. We have, you can find us on all different socials. Um, on Instagram, it's like heart.full.of.heaven um, because Heartful of Heaven is taken. <laughs> um, so you can find us on there. We do have a website, heartfulofheaven.com, um, that I have a friend who will soon be making it actually look nice. Awesome. <laughs> um, and we are continuing the School of Intercession. We are next week wrapping up our very first semester, and it has been glorious. Um, pretty soon we'll have a website link on our website to sign up for our spring classes. Um, we're going to be offering, I believe, three different courses um, to start with. But yeah, that that whole point of that is to have a discipleship-based community where you can grow in your walk, in your journey with God, um, and have other people with you that are kind of helping you along the way and answering questions that you have. Um, because the kingdom of God is family, not business. And so yeah. we want people to know that there is a family available and there are mothers like me who want to help you in your walk mm-hmm. with know him better. So we do have that continuing as well. Um, and there's a few more fun things that God is stirring in us that, um, yeah, one of the things will be that we're going to make available more readily available, um, for people to actually invite us to come and help them start home worship. So if you feel called to start nights of worship in your city and you're like, I don't know where to start, we would love to come and show you how incredibly simple it actually is and empower you to do that. Um, so we'll have, um, ways that to make it more readily available to invite us to come and do that with you. There's no cost associated with that. Um, other than maybe to help us get there, (laughs) but, but really what our heart is, is to come and not be a financial burden to anyone who needs us, um, and be able to empower, equip and encourage the bride of Christ to do what they're called to do. So that will be available on there as well, really soon. Um, but yeah, come follow along and message me so we can start a conversation, um, and just 
you can follow us as we follow Christ. Um, yeah, Amen. that's how you follow us. Amen. <laughs> Love let's it. Yeah, let's just pray because that's my most favorite thing to do. Let's pray. Um, <laughs> yes. Jesus, I love you. I'm so grateful for your love that you so freely pour over me. God, I bless this community. I come before your throne today as your daughter, as your friend, as the bride you are preparing. You say that I can come and ask anything. So Jesus, I ask, will you touch this community? Will you pour your spirit out upon them? I ask God that you would activate their listening life, that they would hear you clearly, that they would see you rightly, that their hearts would long for you. God, for those who just desire to know you, I pray, God, you would open their eyes to see that you are already with them. For those who have struggled to hear you, I pray open their ears to hear. Remove everything that hinders love and teach them, Holy Spirit, how to receive your love. I ask God that you would fan into flames the gifts that you've given them that they would begin to rise up in boldness to share the love of Jesus with their community. I pray, God, that you would draw near to them as they are drawing near to you. God, I thank you for your love upon them. Make them aware of the depths of your love, that though it is too hard to understand, you would allow them to see the depth and width of your love for them. God, I ask that you would become more real to them than the world around them. And for those right now who are praying for their family members to be saved, I ask God, bring in the prodigal, touch their families, God, that they would all know you Thank you, Father, and I give you all the glory for what you are doing and what you're about to do in the earth. Oh, as a family of God, we just bless your name right now, and we praise you, King Jesus. You are Lord. You are Lord. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. We bless your name and we exalt you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for all that you're going to do. But Lord, today we just want to thank you for being you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. We choose you again today, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Brittany, for your time and for just your ministry. Um, even just your ministry on the podcast today, such a blessing, seriously, such a blessing. So I hope that you feel blessed, you are blessed, and that the Lord just continues to work in and through you because it is a beautiful thing to watch. Thank you, God bless you. This has been an incredible way to spend the afternoon. Thank you. (laughs) What a beautiful, beautiful conversation I had with Brittany. And I'm just so thankful to have a friend like her and I just encourage you to also seek out friends 
who equip you, who encourage you to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And as you continue your day, I hope that you take this episode and truly think about the invitation that the Lord is asking of you. I want to bless you today and just I'm just so excited for the rest of the podcast episodes. I pray that you come back and be blessed with what the Lord is doing in this hour. Um, I am interviewing a lot more prophetic voices who see, who have visions, who dream, who are who are leading revival in their sphere of influence. So I just am so excited and I'm so excited to have you come back. So until next time, take care.